Sorry, my daughter just got home, and I need to show her a picture of some bunny rabbits that were in our yard. Ah. Important stuff. Mm hmm Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, um, <clears throat> Brinley last night had an interesting... Brinley and I had an interesting conversation. She was uh, sitting on the bed. It was after bath time, and I was drying her hair. And she, uh, she just turned to me and goes, Casey, can I call you daddy? Said if that's what you want to do, and then she wore that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was just a sweet little moment, you know. Well, I, I got I kids know. running around today looking like fucking feral children. They were unbathed and shoeless. <laughs> you know, but you're not far off from oh from the reality. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we've been recording for a hot second. So... Perfect. There was there was something that I, I I've I've thought about today, and that is I am a firm believer that God has prepared our bodies to develop with age and prepare ourselves for things in the future. But I would love to know what is it that He is preparing me for that involves long ass nose hairs, because this shit's getting out of control. It's like every other day. And then one will just just grow out, and I don't understand why. And why do I need the ear hair? Mm. Yeah. So anyway, welcome <laughs> to Is For. Tonight, we do have Mr. Baby G with us. Hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. We talked about this. We talked oh, about this. We uh -oh. did, but there's things that I choose to ignore that you say. So. Okay. But okay. All right. I am Danger. I am Sarge. Yeah. And I'm Baby G. Yeah. So, for the remainder of the time that Mr. Baby G decides to be with us, we're mm -hmm. actually going to drop the baby. And we're just going to refer to him as G. Not G as in OG. And not BG. Word. Baby G. No, he is just going to be G. But if he gets out of line, Baby G returns. Now, let's just clarify. The G stands for Gator, which yeah. is kind of cool. I just want to clarify, you know, when someone's just known by a letter, you know, it can be a little bit deceiving. So, you know. Right, but I am going to choose not to call you Gator. No, no, you will I be mean, G, goofball, you know. If you looked more like Burt Reynolds, maybe. Well, for the record, <laughs> I never really wanted to be called Gator, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, you guys do whatever you want. Well, you know, things just went a little out of control, and... It happens. It happens. It does. You know, I, uh, we don't always pick our nickname. That is also true. Yeah. So, all right, G. Tonight is not the letter G. Tonight is <laughs> the letter J. Is. <laughs> Strange as that could be confusing. But tonight is letter J. So today we're going to talk about the Joker. Red. Now, previ previously, nice. for the, previously for the letter B, I was uh, tossing around talking about Batman, but I didn't. Instead, I went down a rabbit hole of time travel and thesis. You mean so, you mean you all took us back to college? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or for Luke, that was I'll his first honest. time. Well, I'll be honest. I, uh, I, uh, was trying to listen and give it the, you know, the benefit of the doubt. And uh, I dozed off three times. Uh, but from what I remember, it was good. 
It was good. I just hope you were in a safe place and you weren't driving when you dozed off. <laughs> wow, shot fired. All right. All right. Okay. All right. That's, that's good. That's good. I'm going to go now. I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> so there's a story behind that. And one day, when this uh, is all yeah, said, yeah, done, yeah. we're going to get him to tell his story. It's still too. Yeah. It's still too soon. It's still way too soon. <laughs> I actually didn't mean it that way, but I'm glad it felt that way. <laughs> no, no, I, didn't, I actually didn't take it that way, but I'm glad Stephen went there. Oh yeah, you know Steven. I would. Yeah, laid it out on the table, and when uh, the um, you know the dust has settled and we're no longer in danger of uh, trouble. So, all right. So the Joker <laughs> is a super villain who appears in American comic books published by DC Comics. Who knows? I mean, everybody knows who the Joker is. Come on. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. No, the Joker is not Jack Nicholson. Excuse <laughs> me. Talk about. We will talk about the incarnations of the Joker, and there's only and one. Whatnot. But so the Joker was created by Bill Finger, Bob Kane, and Jerry Robinson. Does anybody know who Bill Finger is? Which is actually a B that I consider doing. Yeah, he he's uh, he's created a lot of cool stuff for DC, and he did create. He didn't create a lot of cool stuff for DC. He created the best thing for DC and does not get credit. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. I knew he had created some stuff and he never really gets the credit he deserves. Did you say Bill no, Finger? Actually, yeah. Uh Bob or yeah, Bill Finger and Bob Kane. So and, it uh, sounds like Bob. he's like witness protection, used to be known as Billy the Finger. <laughs> no, no. Um Bill His Finger. original I mean, name was Stephen Toe. <laughs> What you have to what you have to think is that like if his name's Bill, his parents named him William, so when he was born his name was William Finger. Which sounds weird. Will I am Finger. Sounds Shakespearean. Yes. Or black eyed peaish. You know what? <laughs> if Will I Am doesn't change his name to Will I Was on his gravestone, I'm gonna be super pissed. <laughs> yeah. I uh you That's know, that's genuinely good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh that it's almost a thinker, but then I don't want to anymore. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Very surface level. <laughs> yeah. So um, he debuted in issue, uh, the comic issue on April 25th, 1940. So um, I'll get into the different incarnations of what he was in the comics and origin and whatnot. But in his comic book appearances, the Draker is portrayed by a criminal mastermind, introduced as psychopath, warped, sadistic sense of humor, much like Steven, except not so much of a criminal. Yes. But whoa, um, I just haven't—I just haven't been caught yet. That's the thing. <laughs> that's that's the secret is to not not get caught. But now we're here, and everybody has heard that you are a criminal mastermind of sorts. Uh, until I get caught, it's a evil genius. Ah, yes. Ah. Which, uh, you know, I, I actually think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of villains that are actually aren't criminals in comics. They just it's not a crime to want to take over the world. When you're a kid, you identify with the superheroes. When you right. get older, the villains start to make a lot of sense. Oh, low key, absolutely. <laughs> well, as I got older, I identified with some of the characters' parents, which I can't identify with Batman's parents because they're. Well, you know, with 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 what Brindley said the other day, you might be up for it, brother. <laughs> oh. Huh? We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh -oh. yeah. She, she could be at the Make a Wish Foundation. I wish I was Batman. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh, <my God>. oh. 
he became a goofy prankster in the late 1950s in response to uh, regulation by the Comics Code Authority. Now, are you guys familiar with what the Comics Code Authority was? Are they like the book Nazis? Sort of. It actually was a response to um, McCarthyism, where um, uh, McCarthy was out looking for signs of communism and whatnot in media of any kind. And uh, so the Commerce Code Authority was brought in to uh, to help, uh, you know, kind of put a hush on a lot of the things. So the Joker could no longer be a criminal mastermind. He just had to, he just turned into a silly prankster, which in my opinion, hurt his character, but in some ways I think also strengthened it because it showed his sadistic sense of humor a little bit more because mm-hmm. this shit really wasn't funny except for to him. So, which I think has always been part of, of what the, uh, the Joker was. So before returning to his darker roots during the early 1970s. Um, so it was a, a, it was a jokey prankster up until the 1970s. And then all of a sudden he was rewritten as a character of dark means. So, because that's when we won the war on communism. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So yeah. you're saying when America started to get into Vietnam is when the Joker started to get a little more serious. Yeah. Yeah. I so I don't I forget much. what year we got into Vietnam. Sixties and seventies. Sixties and seventies, yeah. V is for Vietnam. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> that sounds like a cheerful episode. Yeah. Um as Batman's nemesis, the Joker has been part of the superheroes defining stories, including the murder of Jason Todd, which was one of the, the Robins, which I learned uh, was the second Robin, um, which uh, I learned was actually due to uh, people voted on yes. who was going to die. Yes. And how oh, he really? died. And yeah. how he died. Yes. Wow. Like Batman couldn't save him in time. And the Joker, what did you hit him with a uh... crowbar? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, which that's the beginning of one of DC's animated movies, which DC's animated movies are far superior to their live action. But, you know, that's still yeah. stand by Mask of the Phantasm is one of the top, probably top three oh. Batman movies of all time. Mask of the Love Phantasm is fantastic mm. yeah. love that sorry didn't mean to derail us there but yeah, no, 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 no. you know you know what i saw that latest batman uh the one with the teenage mutant ninja turtles no yeah, the, I saw that one. the one where that batman one, one, one where batman was a samurai oh yeah uh samurai batman Oh, what? I don't I don't remember the actual name of it. It was, I was, yeah. it was like it really, two o'clock I, in the morning. It, it popped up on my feed and I was like, the Joker looks kind of badass in this. We're going to watch this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't great, but it also wasn't good. I, you're not missing anything <laughs> if you don't know if you don't watch it. I, so. I like the fight sequences. The Those those really appealed to me a little bit. So so tell me this, Casey. Um yeah. Being a bit of a, you know, horror movie guy, I like scary stuff. I like creepy guys. I've always <laughs> liked the Joker. Is the Joker considered like Batman's number one nemesis? Like yes. Lex yes, Luthor is to Superman, Doc yes. Ock is to Spider-Man, Joker is to Batman. Right. What other villain would you guys if he if the if the Joker wasn't touted as the number one, what other villain would you put? I mean, when you think Batman, you think Joker. Well, exactly. that's because Joker was 
I mean, that's because Bat- that's because that the 1980s Batman with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. You know, 1989. Yeah, but but even well, now, you- I do agree that Jack Nicholson is probably my favorite Joker. But you can't forget Caesar Romero from right. way way back in the day. No, no, was I'm talking about movie wise. Well, okay. There was still, uh, there was a uh, Batman movie that came out with uh, Cesar Romero as the Joker. There was. Okay. I think it was a made for TV. So, so always from like day one, when I think yeah. of Batman, like you said, it's almost like a yin, uh, yin and yang yeah. thing. It's, it's a, like it's, it's a Joker. Yeah. Actually, so that's something that has been said many times is that <laughs> Batman and Joker are the yin to the yang. Steven, please, please say what you what you need. I've to been say. trying. I've been trying. I know. I know. I'm sorry. It's my yeah. fault. Yeah. See, the, I think the only reason why Joker, like in, in this day and age, for people who haven't really read the comic books, right, and stuff like that, I think it's just because Joker was introduced first in the, the movie series, the 1989 Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson Batman. Now, if it would have gone with the Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman, Michael Keaton, Batman. Uh, Danny DeVito Penguin. Yeah, I think it could have mm-hmm. been. I think it could have been reversed nowadays. But based on the comic books, yes, Joker was the absolute his number one rival, especially after the Killing Joke. I mean, yeah. Which actually, the Killing Joke is going to come up here in just a minute. Great. So hang on. Uh, the Joker had various possible origin stories uh, during the decades of appearances. The most common story involves him falling into a, falling into a tank of chemical waste that bleaches his skin white, turns his hair green, and lips bright red. The resulting disfigurement drives him insane. The antithesis of Batman in personality and appearance. The Joker is considered by critics the perfect adversary for Batman. So is the chemical vat what happened in the comic books? Because I know that's what happened to Jack Nicholson's Joker. Well, that's that, not Heath Ledger's. Well, that's the thing. And um, I'm going to get to, I'm going to jump ahead just due to conversation. But <laughs> so in the, the, okay. So the Joker was introduced um, in April or in 1940. And it was actually supposed to just be a one-off character. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So he's supposed to be a one-off character, but then he was brought back in, uh, in the fifties, I believe it was. and um, and here's part of the what I think was funny. So I believe it was um, Joker was uh, just a criminal of sorts. I think he was, um, you know, working his way up the ranks. And then he led a team of people that wore red hoods. And the red hood is a common common thread with the Joker on, on you know, the character was wearing a red hood and then became Joker. So it was the Joker underneath all, the time, all along. Um, well... Within the one of the heists of the Red Hood, uh, Batman was chasing him, trying to stop it, and chased the uh, chased Joker to uh, Jack Naper, I believe it was at the time. Yep, uh, to a card factory, a playing card factory, and he fell into a chemical vat. Now, I want to know why there was a chemical vat <laughs> at a playing <laughs> card factory because it's the 1950s, yes. there was no OSHA, there wasn't, but. I still want to know why there's chemical waste at a playing card factory in the first place. But the chemical vat does seem to be one of the um, the recurring themes within creating the Joker. Uh, so, okay. yeah, Stephen, you look like you want to say something, Stephen. Go on, boy, speak. <laughs> All right, first, I'm Those not lassie. You can't see. 
Steven looks very inquisitive at the moment. Well, you know, I was just thinking, you know, it's like I'm going through the rest of the the Joker's origin stories, right? I don't really know Heath Ledger's because I really didn't. You want to know how I got these scars? Hey, well, wasn't, yeah, it, was like wasn't it from stories. his? Yeah, well, it wasn't like from his dad was one of them. Well, and, you know, but well, that anyway. was one of the things. That was one of the things about Heath Ledger's portrayal that I thought was was great. It was a little a little thing within the movie that exists in the comics <clears throat> that there is no actual definitive story. So, one of the most definitive stories that actually is in the killing joke that was actually taken as his, his story was he was a failed comedian um, who turned to, you know, who took a job and then ended up falling into a chemical, you know, that's, that's that story. But um, in the dark Knight series in the dark Knight, he, it was never actually said what actually happened and how he got there. And then you have like people. So when, Jared, I don't know why this happened, but when Jared Leto, Leto, whatever, took over, took over the Jared Joker. Bad Joker. Yeah, took over. Well, I was getting ready to say, before you bring him up, we can all definitively say that Jared Leto is the best Joker of all, right? Leto, he, Leto, Leto. I mean, right. he, I mean, he <laughs> surpasses Leto in, in like every conceivable way. Right? You know, I'm going to send a ghost to DMX to come haunt you. All right, he's gonna bark gonna at say, you all does, night long. He went to case. heaven. He went to heaven because all dogs go to heaven. Very topical. Uh, <laughs> just, just to be clear, I'm being facetious, Jared Leto. I, I don't, I don't think those that will be topical by the time this is aired. Yeah, no, it won't. So, be. Uh, and and real quick, just to clarify, I think Jared Leto is a great actor. I think he yes. was a very poor Joker. Oh, he's Please a very poor Joker. So you know, people are like. Some people, because they're, you know, they're young and Harley Quinn's really cute. They haven't seen much of the Batman other than the Harley Quinn stuff, right? So they're like, the Joker was made at the insane asylum. No, he wasn't. No, Mm, no, he wasn't. Stop it. I mean, I, I tend to think the original origin story, no matter how you roll it, he fell into a vat of something. Chemical waste, white paint. I don't care what it is. And you know, I think Jack Jack Nicholson when he came out of when 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 it when it had that scene where he was unwrapping his face and the and the plastic surgeon was like the mirror, yeah, and the plastic surgeon was like stand back, like shaking, eyes huge, you know, I, I, that was awesome. And then he killed oh, yeah, the man with a, the quill. Yeah, there was there was definitely moments and and that one. I think there was actually parts of between Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson's Joker that made a, an amazing Joker. I think they both did a great job. In yeah, life. it's they're so different, but there's the intensity and the disturbing nature of their character are, are both kind of equal. Like, mm-hmm. it, it depends on what kind of Joker you like better. You know, I think that, you know, Jack Nicholson has, is a much is an incredible Joker, but at a slower pace where I feel like Heath Ledger is a little bit more aggressive, but they both have these incredible disturbing tendencies. I think both of them do an incredible Uh, job. I I think Jack Nicholson's version of the Joker is like a toss up between Bozo the clown and Stephen King's it. 
I mean, I mean, really, he could be the guy standing on the street corner making balloon animals, handing them off to kids. And then the next second, flip of a switch, he takes a giant quill out and stabs a man with it. I mean. So the way that I've, I've kind of put it together for the difference between the two, which let's can we just go ahead and say definitively that those are the two of the best. Yes. yes. Like the, for the sure. Um, that people would know. And and and. Just to give credit where credit's due, I think Mark Hamill's portrayal of was the Joker. Something was going to come up. Yeah, in the animated series, mm, I think he yes. does a, an excellent job. He captures the kind of man, maniacal energy of the clown aspect of it, I think, yep. better than the the live action versions do. But as far as the like theatrical live action versions, yeah, I don't think I don't think Jack Nicholson. Um, I think a, an argument can be made for Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger. Yeah, oh, as absolutely. The quote unquote best. So the way that I've actually kind of put it together in my head is <clears throat> Jack Nicholson's Joker is one that's been involved in theater and Heath Ledger's just came back from war. That's actually yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So the, uh, Okay, so one of the most iconic characters in popular culture, the Joker, has been listed among the greatest comic book villains and fictional characters ever created. The character's popularity has seen him appear in a variety of merchandise, such as clothing and collectible items. Um, I actually had Joker sheets when I was a kid, and they were I awesome. I almost wore one of my Joker t-shirts tonight. <laughs> I I really wish I still had my Joker bed sheets, but they were for a twin bed, and I don't they wouldn't fit the queen size bed. <laughs> you couldn't fit a twin size bed. Oh, he could. He could. I I could if you sleep not, in the fetal position. Not well. <laughs> not well. I uh I, I I can in the same way that a dog curls up in a bed. <laughs> uh, I mean knees I sl- down or shoulders up, they are not on the bed. <laughs> I mean it it's it, it's it's like when I was at the when I was at the hospital. So okay, off off track real quick. When I, when I was at the ICU they gave me like the smallest bed <clears throat> ever for the entire time. Like my feet were kicked up and like half my calf was hanging off the bed in order for me to just lay in bed. And then at the end, I'm getting out of bed and the nurse is like, you didn't look very comfortable. I was like, no, the bed's too small. She goes, well, we could have came in and made it longer. And she like pushed a button and the end of the bed was like, Nyarrr. I was like, you <laughs> son of <laughs> and that's where Steven became the next Joker. <laughs> I will seek revenge. He fell into the hospital's chemical bed. <laughs> oh. oh, it's horrible. It's really just it's really just a tank of urine. That's all it is. Uh. So <laughs> it'll still burn you. It'll still burn you. <laughs> so he has inspired real world sculptures such as theme park attraction or structures such as theme park attractions. I think the only place that's really got those has got to be Six Flags in various locations. Um, and referenced in a number of media. The Joker has been adapted in live-action, animated, and video game incarnations, including the 1960s Batman television series portrayed by Cesar Romero and in films by Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, and Jared Leto. And Hawking Phoenix. Yeah, and the Joker. um, I didn't even think about that. I'll be honest. It's on my list of movies to watch. I have not seen it. I've heard it is really good. It's it's mm. it's worth watching. I wouldn't say it was really good. Um, okay, it's it's very heavily you know taxi driver you know early Martin right Scorsese, right um, you know which was not a secret that it was inspired by those movies. 
Um, I do like that it does take the failed comedian aspect of it, and I feel uh-huh. like it does give a few more, um, you know, it shows a few more of the Joker's idiosyncrasies and stuff, but there's a weird scene where he dances in a bathroom in the middle of it, and it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, which I learned was uh, Joaquin Phoenix's idea to dance in the back in the bathroom, and it's weird. So. Now, is Joaquin Phoenix's Joker going to be the Joker... No. And then Robert Pattinson Batman. Film? No, uh, no. Okay. I don't know who is. I, no. I don't even know if the Joker is in it. I just I got the idea that the Joaquin Phoenix Joker was, was going. It, it is a one-off, but I thought it was going to be like Ben Affleck's not going to fight Joaquin Phoenix. Like that's not going to make any no. sense. No. But, um, so the way that I see it is, in comics, there have always been one-off stories of things. Um, sure. And there's been a ton of them and I've read a bunch of them and a lot of them are really good. And a lot of them are not mm-hmm. good at all, but I kind of equate it to that. It's just a one-off movie about the Joker. So you don't think Joaquin Phoenix is going to come back as the Joker in any other DC property? No. no okay. I don't think so. No, unfortunately, I, unfortunately, Joaquin Phoenix doesn't have the same screen presence. No, I was going to say, uh, screen presence as, <clears throat> Um, like Robert Downey Jr., where he can come back to like eight different freaking movies as the same yeah. character. Um, sure. I, well, Joaquin Phoenix just doesn't have the to me just doesn't have that screen personality. I think this was his first like big role in, in a long time was the Joker. I mean, the last thing I saw him in was Signs. I think. Well, um, he's really or good. The, uh, uh, Johnny Cash movie. That's what I was gonna say. Walk, Walk the, the line. line. He's really good as a character actor, yes. but I just can't see him in like a quote unquote superhero movie. Like I, I as a dramatic lead, as a flawed, like you said, uh, failed comedian, I can see him pulling that off as a tragic character. I don't see him as a criminal mastermind in a comic book movie. Like I, I just don't see that working. No, yeah, I I don't see him as a big chem- or a criminal mastermind by any means. I see him as just you know he did his part. Let's be done sure with Mister Phoenix. Um, so yeah, but um, do you know what the design of the Joker was originally based off of? Anybody? Any guesses? Anybody? Hello? Hmm. I would say maybe the maybe the Joker on a deck of cards. No. Uh, well, partially, but the main inspiration for him was uh, an actor named Conrad Conrad Veit V E I think I heard that. Um, and a character um, as character Gwynplaine, I think is how you pronounce it. And it was out of a movie called The Man Who Laughs. And oh yes, yes, that is an old, old. I believe yeah. it's a silent film. It is a silent uh, romance film in the nineteen. It came out nineteen twenty eight. So how can quite he laugh in a silent on film? this guy? Oh, he's got quite the grin. Yeah, yeah. He's I a, know who you're talking about. He's got a smile. Uh, uh, I could be mistaken, but I believe it's pronounced uh, Gwynplaine. Okay, I believe, sure. because there's actually a torture you device. Not, you mean it's not Gwynplaine? Hmm. Only because there's a torture device called the Gwynplaine smile that pulls uh, people's uh, the corners of their mouth taut. To make that weird uh, aggressive smile like the Joker has, and, and yeah, 
Well, I know the Joker smile and uh, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker is uh, Chelsea's smile, where they would actually cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he got that from eating those freezy pops, where you cut the little top <laughs> off and the corners are always so sharp. I, I mean, he his dad gave it to him. Uh, some I don't know. Lots of people gave it to him. Um, <laughs> which he gave, he did give um, uh, a guy that looks like Fifty Cent uh, a Chelsea smile in the movie, but. It's just, it's not Whoa, seen. whoa, that was Michael Jai White. Show some oh, respect. I, oh, I'm that The best part is when he threw the cue stick on the table and said there's only room for one of you. Yeah. <laughs> happened right after that, sir. You want to yeah. see a magic trick? Watch me make this pencil disappear. <laughs> oh, okay, well, um, I think I'm going to leave Mark Hamill to uh, doing the Joker impressions as far as you know, not Luke. Ooh. See, this is... See, I don't really see, know what I did to deserve all these attacks tonight, but whatever, it's fine. I mean, you, I, you I just think he's hostile. You keep I guess. Going, you keep going down this road, you're going to get the baby back. I'm just saying, man. You just... You pick to do the Joker and you decide to start acting like him. I, I don't know what's going on, man. He stopped by my house today. He's a little emotional. He had a is late there night. a vat of acid at that logistics company? No, not yet. <laughs> we can is. make it happen. <laughs> the Joker has undergone many revisions since his 1940 de- debut. The most common interpretations of the character is that he disguised himself as a criminal, as the criminal Red Hood, and pursued by Batman. The Joker falls into a vat of chemicals that bleaches skin color, hair green, red lips, and drives him insane. The reasons the Joker, the reasons why the Joker was disguised as Red Hood, and his Identity before his transformation have changed over time. And that's been part of failed comedian, wife pregnant, as in um, the killing joke and needing to, you know, take a job for the mob and then, um, you know, make some extra money to help his wife and coming child. Um, you know, there's there's been lots of reasons why that, that could have happened in the first place. Um, but uh, the Joker's claimed a number of origins, including being the child of an abusive father who broke his nose and the long-lived jester of an Egyptian pharaoh. As Batman says, like any other comedian, he uses whatever material will work. Hmm. So the Joker has actually claimed many origins in himself, but he has never actually been given one specific origin. There have actually been things that have alluded to the Joker is immortal. Now, of course, they could never do an immortal Joker in... In the movies, well, I mean, I guess they could, but you know, it's uh, it's been said that he has lived many, many lifetimes. He's died repeatedly, um, so yeah, I mean, he's really could be anybody at any time, <laughs> which I think is part of the mystery of the Joker and what makes him, in my opinion, so damn cool. Hmm. That's that's interesting. I uh, as as I'm sure people can tell just from listening to this, I am not as familiar with the comic books as I am with the films, and I always just took it kind of at face value that you know Jack Nicholson was playing the Joker, Heath Ledger was playing the Joker. They weren't playing like a different version, version yeah. of the Joker. They were just playing, I mean, they were playing their version of the Joker, but not like 
this immortal character over the years that has changed and stuff. But that would be an interesting way to look at it because obviously the Joker from what year did the Michael Keaton Batman come out? 1989. Obviously he's not going to use the same tools as uh, a villain in the 2000s would use like Heath Ledger would. So it's kind of interesting to think of that in, in that way. Yeah, and that's actually part of kind of how I've chosen to look at at the different portrayals of the Joker is that while there's been many incarnations of him there in comics, there also are in the movies. There was actually one that uh, where the Joker actually cut his own face off and nailed it to a wall, and then later he was seen wearing his own face again, but it wasn't put back on properly. <laughs> um, yeah. It's... As, as I feel like it'd be hard to reattach your own face. I'm getting Texas chainsaw massacre vibes and I love it. Oh, there's, there's some really dark stuff that's had that the Joker has done. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. The Joker is, I mean, I highly recommend reading more of the Joker in general. Um, As a person who loves horror movies and things, it's the Joker is fantastically written, Um, especially the, uh, the killing joke. It's it's a fantastic series. Um, I've always heard that some, that's like, the best Joker. Well, I'm not going to say there. it's the best Joker stuff. It's yeah, most yeah, maybe not true to his best, personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, skip that. Skip the DC animated movie of the Killing Joke because it's not very good. And pick up the okay. comic and read it because it's, okay. it's fantastic. Yeah. Um. What uh? What he wrote there was nothing short of sadistic poetry, and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And who who wrote laughed. the Killing Joke? More. Yes. Oh, what's his first name? Roger. Oh. No, not Roger. It's not, Moore. It's not on. Christopher Moore, is it? No, it's not Christopher Moore, and I'm mad that I can't think of his first name. It's um, Roger. He did. No, it's not Roger. <laughs> damn it. It's the worst Bond. But um, no, he also did a Swamp Thing series that was phenomenal. I mean, he's at every, he did a Watchmen series and or the Watchmen comic. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, it's a fantastic series. I highly recommend it. So, the Joker has no inherent superhuman abilities. He commits crime uh, crimes with a variety of weaponized thematic props, such as a deck of razor-tipped playing cards, rolling marbles, jack-in-the-box with unpleasant surprises, and exploding cigars capable of leveling a building. The flower in his lapel sprays acid, as we saw with Jack Nicholson. I don't think we yep. saw that in another another movie. Um, and who did he shoot it at? Do you know who he shot his flower acid at? Oh. Kim Basinger. Um, yeah. Yeah, Vicky Vale. And, and his hand often holds a lethal joy buzzer uh, conducting a million volts of electricity, although <laughs> bo- both items were introduced in 1952 as harmless joke items. Now, I would like to know <laughs> how conducting a million volts of electricity is a harmless joke item. Because because he did electrocute somebody in in the eighty nine Batman yeah. too. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was so, the mayor. It was no. It wasn't the mayor. It was. It was, an, it was another crime boss. Yeah, it was a crime boss. Yeah. Oh, and by uh, the way, just to circle back, it, it was, was Alan Moore who wrote the, yeah, the character. Alan Moore. Alan Moore. Roger right, right, Moore. Right. No, not Roger Moore. <laughs> damn it. Well, every time you boss. say every time you say his name, he makes some money. I don't think that's how royalties work. 
It is when you're Roger Moore. He's made enough. I mean, I don't think it's like every time you hear a bell ring, an angel gets his wings. I don't think we have to give Roger Moore money. I think he's all right. Uh, I I mean, he's set. I mean, I I chalk it up like Mariah Carey, man. Once one Christmas song hits, she raises from the dead. Oh, uh, Mariah Carey and Michael Bublé, like Christmas is their time of year. It's the only time they make money. They they emerge from their caves. And yeah, so <laughs> she's a withered bat. Chemical genius for what? Huh? She's a withered bat. Ugh. Oh, she is. Who, Michael Bublé? Both. Yes, he. <laughs> However, his chemical genius provides the most notable weapon: Joker venom, a liquid or gaseous toxin that sends its targets into fits of uncontrollable laughter. Higher doses can lead to paralysis, coma, or death, leaving its victim with a ghoulish, pained, uh, ridiculous grin. I'm botching that word, but whatever. Which, do you actually remember in the 1989 Batman, there was a whole part where they were talking about how he was putting his his poison in products, that like grooming products. Yes. Yep. As a kid, I completely missed that entire part. Like, just did not click with me until I saw it as an adult. I'm like, oh, wait. Those television anchors are not bathed <laughs> at all. And they uh, look they, they called it Smile X. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yo, uh, this whole conversation just makes me want to go back and watch that specific. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I probably will tonight or tomorrow. I, I'm a, know, I, yeah, I still I, I still want to get one of those punch guns, those boxing glove guns that he had. Oh yeah. Where he punches the TV with. Yes. Yeah, because why would you not just turn the TV off? Destroy your TV. Well, when you're the Joker, <laughs> you could just do that. Right, right. You're just going to steal another TV. It's fine. All right, we are eight minutes oh. over. Whoa. Yeah, it's fine. All right. Steven, so, you got some editing to do. I know. <laughs> the character's arsenal is inspired by his nemesis weapon. Nemesis's weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> such as batarangs. In the Joker's utility belt, he mimicked Batman's utility belt with non-lethal items such as Mexican jumping beans and sneezing powder. In 1942's The Joker Follows Suit, the villain <laughs> built his version of the Batplane and Batmobile as the Joker Gyro and Jokermobile. <laughs> how how original. Batplane or Batmobile, Jokermobile. Uh, the latter uh, became a large Joker face on its hood. What What was it that he said in the movie? Uh, some about <laughs> how he was jealous of Batman's toys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why does he have all the cool toys? Yeah. What was it yeah. that he said? Oh man, I can't remember now. Oh, it's so funny. IMDb. IMDb. I know. I'm trying to look it up right now. I don't know. Just Just tell me when you watch the movie later. Okay. So, um. The Joker reveal lasted for several decades and uh, involving with the or evolving with the Batmobile. His technical genius is not limited by practicality, allowing him to hijack Gotham's, tele- Gotham's television airwaves to ensue uh, threats, transform buildings into death traps, launch gas attacks and on the city and rain poison glass shards on its citizens from an airship. Okay. All right. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to end that on raising or uh, raining poison glass shards because <laughs> I mean that ended somebody. So 
right, and so, I'll end it with, where the, does he get those wonderful toys? Yep, say, I just found it too. <laughs> there you go. All right, everybody, for the letter J, it's been the Joker. The Joker? I am sorry. And I am Gator. He is G. Don't let him fool you. He's not allowed to make his own name you're, yet. You're not. <laughs> you're you're not Bert. I'm a letter? You're, you're a letter. And I'm a letter? Well, you haven't yeah. earned the rest of it yet. You're still too young. Well, I shouldn't have done G as for goosebumps. I should have done G as for me. <laughs> so next week, next week he'll earn an A and he'll become G. <laughs> His name will be Gah. Gah. <laughs> Wait till he's Gat. <laughs> All, right. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.